Are you on a forklift? Yeah, I am. You are son of a bitch. Okay, we got some intros. Uh, yeah, yeah. That uh, that intro went about as good as yesterday's game went. Bingo. There we go. Yeah. Oh, I have no idea what happened. I wasn't even looking at it, but hey, we're here. Oh, yeah. come on, Virgo. Tough, tough, man. Tough. Okay. We're we about as organized as our midfield yesterday. Is that is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. That's about uh, how things are going right now. Where uh, you listen, tough one here. I know everybody's coming in here now. I got absolutely lambasted after the game here. We'll talk about it and everything. Oh, we'll get into that. Obviously, it didn't go the way some of us expected, the way we wanted it to, or whatnot. Well, it kind of did because I thought it was going to be a tight game. I said if somebody mm-hmm. wins one goal game, I didn't think Juventus would lose. But hey, this is why we're here. We'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll we'll take a look and we'll uh, go through it all. I appreciate everybody dropping likes as you come in here. We're gonna say what's up to uh, everybody here. Uh, Ryan S. Gialberto, hey, what's going on? Forza Juve yesterday. Tech hey, and Bremer proved that they're the best players on their position in the league. Yes. I don't know. Hey, guys. Joe Cappuccino, buongiorno. We got Tal feeling rough as we played yesterday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Buongiorno, boys. And we have uh, a piece of shit in here, too, in the live chat. I could see here. Uh, yeah. Throwing uh, fire okay. there. But, uh, you know. Pieces of just shit like the video the place. You just got to them out like you do your diet. So, yeah. What's up? Just as long as they like the video, that's fine. They're all right. Oh, yeah. No, whatever. It really doesn't make mm-hmm. a difference to me. So we're going to tackle it all and go through it here. At least got a sense of humor about it and uh, laughing yep. about it there. So it's all good. It's all good. We're going to tackle it all and go through it. I'll tell you all why I got lambasted and whatnot. I don't really think it's any different than anything that's being said out there, but some things came to Mm -hmm. light, okay? So some things came to light, and it is what it is. We just got to deal with it and move forward, but people didn't like my take on it. We will get to it. I want to get Tony's take too because we all just kind of – chilled out after the game the chats were kind of everybody outside of the ajc kind of venting in the uh ajc Mm -hmm. army uh, members chat and everything like that which is absolutely fine okay but we'll go through this thing we'll go through highlights and we'll go through just everything in general right so uh Mm -hmm. here we go we got uh the starting lineups and it was as expected, okay? You got Chesney in goal, Gatti, Bremer, Danilo, Cambiasso, McKenny, Locatelli, Rabio, Kostic, Vlaovic, and Yildiz, okay? We knew that we'd probably see Chiesa come in off the bench and everything. And it was not much of a debate as to who should start this one because Yildiz was leading that discussion by a country mile, all right? Should have been a discussion. Even with Kostic, there were some shouts for Weya and Cambiasso to maybe Mm -hmm. start okay but we'll talk about that one kind of coming up okay we'll talk about that one's get later because that we did see that at some point in this game okay but again it'll kind of play into my point with the whole game but let's go through the highlights let's get Mm -hmm. this shit over with okay please and then we'll talk about everything else Mm -hmm. 
Man, Inter in the first half, and this is something that I said, again, in my take that got lambasted, but in the first half, we were way too passive. Okay, way too passive. Mm-hmm. So we made life very, very easy for uh, Inter in the first half. There was not True. a lot of pressure, and we didn't really let them fight for space. We just gave it to them. And 17th minute, you have Pavard finding DiMarco there at the back post. DiMarco getting it all wrong, but that's a decent uh, opportunity created by them. Um, very, very shortly after, you have a yellow card on Vlaovic, okay? And mm-hmm. it's important to talk about Vlaovic throughout this game because of something that Fabrizio Ravanelli has said post-match that I actually don't agree with, and we'll get to this, okay? But... L'arbitro Nick comes in with his overall thoughts on Maresca. While I believe at the end of the day, Maresca got his key match incidents correct and mm-hmm. the players ultimately decided the match, his inconsistency definitely set the tone of the game in the first half. A totally lopsided foul count pinned Juve back and even took away some attacking chances from Juve. The safe foul calls, um, 90 meters to goal, were perhaps the most inconsistent. Totally disagree. So let's get your thoughts there. So just before, so Vlaovic had a foul when he had his studs up. That was his first one. Just before that, there was a foul on the right wing that didn't involve him. And the referee gave him the one, the two. And Vlaovic was like, that was my first one. What are you talking about? He had another foul on Cherby trying to get around him, middle of the field. Well, that's Uh, where he got the yellow, which is not a yellow. There was one before that. He got one before that, which he didn't complain about. Then he got the one on a chair to be where he's pulling his jersey. That's the yellow. For me, that yellow card was for everybody to say, all right, you idiots. You've had 18 minutes where this game was riding on a bit of an edge. After that, what happened was Inter stayed on that edge. They stayed with the aggression. Juventus dropped off. They could have, they could have kept their – they didn't use it to increase their intensity – but what it did was it sort of settled the for me it settled the game down a little bit. All that chippy stuff went away. There was no way Vlaovic is getting the second yellow. No way. That card was for everybody to say, "All right, you've had your fun for 18 minutes. Settle down." The one on Danilo, I guess we'll get to that one too. But listen, just yeah. close this. One. The one on Vlaovic for me was to settle the game down. I didn't have an issue with it. He had three fouls in 18 minutes. Someone's getting a card. You know what? Two of those, two of those three aren't even fouls, and I, the I one that we're saying. looking at as a foul wasn't even something I think we're talking. I think they made a meal out of it up at the top end. It was probably Pavard where he goes in. He doesn't actually even hit him with his cleat. It's his thigh trailing that clips the guy's ankle. Anyways, mm-hmm. I think it's a little overboard. And then the one that he decides to pull a yellow on was mm-hmm. actually a foul the opposite direction as he's around and getting around a Cherby. It's a bullshit fucking call. It was inconsistent at the start. when that Because that game was riding on an edge at the start. I completely agree. But the inconsistency kind of fucked it. But in the end, we were still way too passive. I think that just doesn't help Agreed. us. And I agree with you on that because it just really, really made us kind of look like we were playing scared, like Adam brings up here. It kind of kind of did feel that way. Because on the Vlaovic yellow, Laboratory Nick says, I'm not really sure why Vlaovic was booked here. The foul itself is definitely not a caution, in fact. A call could have gone in Vlaovic's favor. A very textbook 
Maresca gave Vlaovic a stern talking to in a derby after only two fouls. One that wasn't even committed by Vlaovic. Vlaovic may have been booked for persistent infringement or dissent, mm -hmm. depending on what he said after the call. And if it was dissent, then it is what it is. Okay, but it does kind of change the tone for Vlaovic and how he performs after, but we'll get more on that later, okay? So, mm -hmm. again, this you can interpret however you want. 20th minute, McKenny and Yildiz work it forward actually quite well. McKenny does very, very well, okay? Finding Vlaovic on the left side, and this was brutal. That has to end up testing Sommer. And nothing more. At mm -hmm. the very least, you test the keeper on that. That's a one touch and a hit. Some were saying you hit it on the one touch. And that's absolutely fine. Yeah, you that's hit his, it on that's the one touch. That's his preferred foot, right? He's a lefty. so He's a lefty. Like, there's there's little excuse there that anybody can mm -hmm. find. And that's uh, a stretch at that. I'm sorry, at that level, that's one touch and a hit. We teach kids at a young age around here that one touch and hit. I, I There's no excuse for that other than he it shit his pants on a, yep. on a big moment in a big game. So yep. we move forward. It happens. 24th minute, insane pass from Chalanoglu. Absolutely filthy pass. The one Stretch in the field, splitting uh, Cambiaso and Gatti for DiMarco mm -hmm. there. Taram is freewheeling down the middle of the pitch, and I'm thinking, holy shit, there it is. They just split That's us it. in two passes. Mm -hmm. Bremer with an insane intervention, okay? Massive, massive intervention there by Gleason Bremer, okay? That was the uh, that was the play of the game until... Now, now, <clears throat> 32nd minute, a Danilo Yellow. Danilo's slide tackle on Taram breaking away from uh, everyone, kind of middle of the pitcher taking off. Mm -hmm. That's on replay, we see Danilo keep his foot low, get an mm -hmm. entire foot on the ball to knock it away. The considerations are, was the follow-through reckless or dangerous in any way? Danilo mm -hmm. did not hit Taram, Taram with stats. Uh, studs, excuse me. Mm -hmm. Did the player go through the attacker or did he win the ball first and his momentum went into the attacker? Here, mm -hmm. it is certainly the latter. A little bit of contact from momentum is considered acceptable in football, especially considering how cleanly Danilo got a foot on the ball first. His mm -hmm. trailing leg did not hit Taram. Maresca was in a good position to see this. And in Nick's opinion, he totally missed it. Here, Danilo is booked for stopping a promising attack. If Maresca yes. calls the foul, a yellow card is mandatory. So, essentially, and referees, I've been saying this all year, anything from behind, you are like You're slim to none chances 100%. of survival. The Agreed. fact that he's breaking away at us is going to see it's getting Danilo called, everybody. get a red. But... In context and in watching the replay, yeah, it's frustrating. But it's not mm -hmm. clear and obvious error for anyone to step in and be like, no, Agreed. that's not. It just is what it is, and we have to ride it out. But I do. I tried to explain that. I tried to explain that running the main yesterday, but people like, that's never a yellow. I'm like, well, the guy's going away. The guy's, he's stopping a promising break. All that other stuff you just added in there makes total sense. 
The only thing Maresca has to make an immediate decision in the snap of a second. Yeah. Right? Was he going into him? Was he was he going away? He got the ball. Okay, but anytime you go through the back of a player who's breaking out to start to start a breakout, it you're get you're getting a foul, you're getting a yellow. But the thing Sorry is, is that uh, you know, if you and I were on the pitch playing, that's never a foul. Like we would have fought that like Danilo did because that's bullshit. Like it is bullshit. It's a clean it's a clean tackle. A little bit of momentum taking you through is okay. It was nothing but malicious, you- nothing you know, dangerous. He didn't clip the legs first. Go like he got that ball very, very clean. But to and, your point, that's been consistently called in Serie all season. Well, at least Juventus games. That's been consistently called that I've seen. That's a consistent one. Unfortunately, yes. but you gotta still see when they're contacting player versus contacting ball and do it. I, I don't understand. think you you still can't let these guys just have to run and chase and not be able to make a challenge from behind. Like if it's clean, it's, it's clean. Like that's as clean Mm -hmm. as you're going to get trying to make a tackle from behind. There's no way you're going to make a tackle from behind on a player and not have a little bit of momentum or something jar the other player. Like that's Mm -hmm. impossible when you're trying to make the challenge from behind. So it's, it's a tough one. They're, they're just, they're just not lenient with it whatsoever. And that's what makes it, frustrating when it goes against you but to Ant's point they've been consistent with this year so two mm-hmm. yellows in the first and that kind of plays into us sitting back but to be honest the aggression level like i said we didn't fight for space the 36 minute this probably infuriates me the most is pavard finds himself alone in the area after just simply one pass so yield lets him go which is fine he's the forward he's the top line he's gonna let him go locatelli mm-hmm. also lets him go anticipating that one of the three cbs would be there and or uh you know it'd be okay bremer was watching uh i can't i believe it was taram had to shift over to pavard pavard gets enough to direct this on goal gatti is in a compromised situation does Pavard even hit it? Who did he the does. bicycle kick? He, he, he connects it and directs it towards goal. And Taram doesn't touch it at all. Gatti chests it and it goes beyond. It's a shit, shit goal to allow. But uh, it kind of showed, number one, our aggression was so light. We, we dropped coverage in the area. So the mm-hmm. communication was shit to have that even happen. But... It's just, it's just not enough. We we go down one nil, and the second half, it's like we got to push. People were talking about changes, changes, bring in so and so, go with two forwards. Based on what we were doing, I said like Juve, if we want this, we got to open up. We have to open mm-hmm. up. But what have I always said with this Juve and opening up? If you're surrendering quality and you want to open up, the only way to do it is how sending bodies and doing it in numbers i'm not so sure if that's the right you know way to go with inter but you had to get after it you had to go after a goal so you mm-hmm. had to open up in the second half and we did but then when you go one nil down to these guys and you have to open up that game played right into their hand yep knocking the ball about the second we gotta go the second we have to go and push for them, okay, now we're going to carve you up because now we have spaces and they're, 
It yep. sucks to say it. They're a well-oiled machine, you guys. They, they're a good team. From left side to right, they're stabilizing side, okay, of Darmian and Pavard was able to also create at a good amount, just as strong as the left side where they have DiMarco, who's a solid player. And the midfield, all three of those guys can create at will almost. And it's it, it's a huge contrast in play. But in the second half, we fought for it. We tried to get a goal out of this. But it, in opened, the first half. it yep. opened us up. It opened us up. 55th minute, DiMarco from the top corner of our area finds himself on a ball, has a hit, and he just slashes it wide of goal. Okay? Yep. Um, and that came after we had moved up the pitch there and lost it in the final third. They worked it all the way back. Two passes. Two passes up the right flank. <laughs> one across goal, okay, uh, atop of the area, and found uh, DiMarco. Three balls. And they went from their end up to ours in attack, mm-hmm. okay? 60 or 56 minute ball falls to Chalanoglu after a Bremer header, okay? And uh he slashes at this thing with a volley hits the outside of the post, okay? If that thing's inside the frame, Tech's not getting to that. Tech's not getting it. Tech was <clears throat> 62nd minute. We get a scramble off a corner, Bremer heads it down, Vlavic makes a good attempt with an overhead kick that he just couldn't get over enough. Uh, mm-hmm. If that thing hits frame, it's in the net too. I don't think Sommer's getting to that if he can direct nope. it on goal. 66 minute. This was better. Weah had found himself in the game here. Uh, sadly, when Weah came in and went to the right, Cambiasso became invisible on the left and did like nothing on the left side. Very strange. We'll talk about that later. 66 minute. Weah working inside, dishing the ball out. It finds its way to Gatti, who absolutely laces this thing. And if that goes inside the post, Sommer's staring at that thing the whole yep. way. That's a cannon. Yeah. Unfortunately, doesn't fall for it. us, you guys. 68 that, that minute. There. Yeah. Barella on a volley at the back post. Chesney, ridiculous save. Ridiculous save. Bottom okay. foot. Trailing bottom trailing, foot underneath. Yeah, like ridiculous save. Okay, Big keeps save. us in there. 86, another massive save on the substitute for Taram Arnautovic by Chesney. A save he has no business making. But mm-hmm. again, the second half was really us trying to get something out of it. Still not really being dangerous enough. And them just carving us up at will in the second half. And yes, it could have gotten ugly, all right? We are going to get into now everyone's overall thoughts on this game outside of it because I got absolutely roasted, but I'm not sure why because I kind of it like it's funny because maybe just maybe everybody was so pissed off they just needed me to kind of lash out on and I'm okay <laughs> with that you guys. I don't care like I could take it. But we it really didn't time. make sense when they're like, your your take was wrong, all this. And then they reiterate everything I kind of said just in a much shorter version in it 60 seconds. It was an emotional time yesterday. It was emotional time yesterday for a lot of people. Which it's is okay. fun. Yeah. Man of the match, easily Chesney or Bremer. Take your pick. Okay, One of we the had, two, I'm okay with either one. This game required a 10 out of 10 level, and they were the only two at that from Juventus. Danilo, I think... 
played a solid game. Played well. Outside of that, I don't think McKinney. anybody else was up to the level. I think McKenny okay. worked his ass off, but that's kind of it. And no, Seb, it wasn't you. It was it wasn't you. There were several others off of the the short. But we're gonna get into it now. What mm-hmm. did I say? What did I say that just no idea. had everybody coming at me? This is what I said, okay? Yeah, In my coverage. I all I said was this. I think we should have played the first half with a little more aggression. Okay. However, having said that, the second half showed me when we opened up that it it made it too easy for Inter. So mm-hmm. being compact and everybody that wants to go at max and all this, we're, when you surrender a lot in quality, you, you have to find different ways to do this. Giving mm-hmm. Inter the space is a recipe for disaster. So again... At home. Yeah, like it's just... It's tough. So what I said was I would have liked a little more aggression in the first half. But the second half also showed us why we played kind of in that manner. I do think we showed too much respect, though. Still got to play a little more aggression in that first half. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe, just maybe, we don't find ourselves in a scenario where we have an unmarked man in the area that ends up putting that in, okay? The, The other thing I said was, the difference in counterattacking before beside between excuse me our two sides is massive. We had Yildiz and Vlaovic left to do everything on their own by themselves. That doesn't happen over there. They have Di Marco bombing. They have even Darmian bombing on the opposite side, looking for switch field uh, crosses to just gain that in counterattacking. Like I said, that opportunity for DeMarco at the top of the area was three passes to get there. Three passes. That's it. Now, again, that's all I said. Was their counterattacking level night and day to us? It was a tall task when you fall one down. It's pretty obvious. I don't like our aggression in the first half. But the second half showed me why you have to kind of approach at there when we're surrendering a lot in quality. The holdup play was a struggle for Yildiz Ugh. and Vlaovic. It was a struggle. It was tough. Even and the midfielders, Their service wasn't any good either. Yeah, and the midfielders didn't get up enough because that aggression wasn't there. That level wasn't there. At the end of the day, I still think, and I didn't say this part because this would have really set people off, but people are acting like what I just said there <laughs> is saying that we should have won 4-0 or 5-0. No. I recognize Chesney saved our asses big time in that could game. have been four nothing and but it Bremen. comes from the second half where we uh where we uh open up so much Bruno, and it, it it's about finding balance balance if i'm looking at inter what was the one thing we highlighted in those highlight package anthony from left side or right side it didn't matter to them with you our left side is an issue. It's an issue. But Ant, what are your thoughts on the game? Do you feel kind of the same as me, or are you uh, the same thing? It's all my fault, and uh, what the hell are you talking about? Well, no, I'm not going to do that to you, Berto. It's a Monday morning. I do not want to start the week off like that. So it, I, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said. You can 
clearly see when we tried to when we tried to go at them, just the lanes that they had, you could drive a truck through them. Yeah, they came at us with speed and precision, and the only thing kept keeping that from four or five nothing was Bremer and Tech. Yeah, that's it. So it's okay to say I told I said this in the in the, in the green room. I'm okay with the one nothing score line to enter if we went down fighting. I my only issue with the game is that to your point we weren't aggressive enough. But I think Max's game plan was right. Like you could see why he had to we had to almost absorb the pressure and try and hit them on the counter because if we went all out the other way, we were going to get opened up at the back. And they they showed it. Now, some of the substitutions were <sighs> But who else does he have? We're just we just lack quality compared to Inter. It's so listen, people. It's okay to say that they're a better team right now. Let's That's go what through. It is. Let's go through these these substitutions. Okay, so uh, you have um, Chiesa coming in on the 66 minute for Yildiz. Wea coming in for Wea coming in for Costage. I would have started Chiesa yesterday. I was in the minority and saying I would, but to be honest. I don't. I don't think it would have made a difference. Looking back, game. probably wouldn't have mattered. He he helped push at them, but at that point in the game, it's different. One nil down, sixty six minute. You have to open up. You kind of go for it. Now I know the argument is play Yildiz, play Kiesa. Now here's the shit. Here's here's when you're dealing with something fucking intense because that whole watch along yesterday. I was thinking about it too, and we were all talking about it. Play Kiesa and Yildiz together, but I said, what did I say? I'm nervous about opening up that much and sacrificing that much because I think they'll carve us up. In the end, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't because they still carved us up. Even in keeping three midfielders, three center mids in there, they still carved us to all hell. when Inter was up one nothing, this reminded me of a game when, whenever we play sort of like a mid table team, and I'm not calling us a mid table team, but I'm just saying, when we play a mid table team and we're up one nothing and we're surrendering possession, but the other team's not doing anything with it. Yeah. Inter was in full control of that game. Oh yeah. Don't kid yourselves. They were in second gear when they flipped it into third, fourth gear. That's when they the only thing stopping was Tech. So don't kid yourselves, people. Inter was just stuck in second gear and they chose to be in second gear that's Sev, the later part brother, of the second half i i don't think that i don't think that i don't think that kiesa steps in like to start this game and all of a sudden we win it there was too much there missing number one at the start we're we're too no passive we're too passive mm-hmm. and like kiesa i think a little rust showed too in that second half, he missed some progressive passes, like exactly. when we're getting in there late. I, I, I loved, I love that possibility. But here's the here's the reality of the situation, everybody. We have work to do. Oh yeah, we, our left side. Everybody wants to throw it at Costage. Let's. What were your thoughts on Costage yesterday? Pretty much the same as my thoughts on everybody else. He didn't. He wasn't really effective. I didn't. I think he busted his ass off defensively and everything, but nobody really showed the will to get forward outside of, and this right. is why I gave McKenny props at the start. I think he busted his ass to try and support up mm-hmm. higher. 
Cambiaso did as well, but he disappeared when moving to the left side, which he, was he had a he had a rough one yesterday. It was weird. It was weird, and he wasn't at his best. But the next time we see Wea and Cambiaso, for me, I'd actually like to see Wea on the left side. Okay, I would actually like to see that. In terms of everything else, guys, if you put this Juve side. And, and this is the big picture. Because sometimes we're way too quick to go from one extreme to the other. And mm-hmm. you still have to look at big picture here, okay? If you drop this Juve side in Champions League, where Oof. are we going? Are we going to a Champions League final? Fuck no is the answer, everybody. <laughs> it's being no. honest, okay? Fuck no, no is the answer. Listen, this is a Champions League finalist team with like one player turnover and some depth added like Mm -hmm. for us to be you know somewhat there and not far off with the third what third youngest team in syria i believe third or fourth youngest team in syria and they needed an own goal that's still a big Plus, you guys, in the grand scheme mm-hmm. of things, this is our second loss of the season. We are still in a position, and this is probably the part that pissed everybody off yesterday and what I said, but it's a reality that mm-hmm. Juve could finish this season with 90 points and not win a Scudetto. So is yep. that a huge blunder, a huge fuck-up from Juventus or is it a credit to something else that's been built, even if we don't want to give them credit? Yeah, don't be, be don't be like the Napoli fans where you give another team credit. Sometimes you have to give other teams credit for what they're doing. It's don't be like Napoli fans. You know, and and I get it that like it's a shitty fucking result and nobody wants to everybody wants to vent. Everybody wants to play blame game, you know? And we mm-hmm. We change our opinions on players like we change our fucking underwear. And Vlaovic is great. We got to keep him, whatever. Fuck Vlaovic. Sell Vlaovic. Case of this, case of that. You guys, it's, you, you have, okay, there's no credit in finishing second. Okay, so what do you do? Do you turn Juventus into Cagliari where you blow up everything year in, year out because it's not first place? Do we want a revolving door at everywhere, roster, everything? We're not that. So we've talked about this. I think we are not not from a Champions League final, but from winning the Scudetto, I think we are three to four pieces away. We don't need a whole overhaul. I think we're about three or four pieces. Listen, the thing is this, man. Like, ready now talent. We've been saying this. Mm-hmm. For, I I I have to in laugh. September. I have to laugh when we say something that the majority all agree on, but then we suffer a defeat, and we just lose sight of everything we've actually been saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I don't I don't agree with Adam here. I think uh, we're still suffering from what happened with the board. I don't think so. I think Juntley's come in here and he's really. Juntley, people aren't giving Juntley and Allegri enough credit. You know, we, you and I have had to eat our shirts on what we've said about Allegri this summer. 
But they've really turned this around. And again, this is our second loss of the year. Second loss in 25 games. I mean, 23 guys. in Serie A, two in Copita. That's our second loss. What guys. the hell are we talking about? Guys, <laughs> Rabio, Locatelli, and McKinney. Who makes passes like what Chalanoglu was dishing out yesterday in our midfield out of those three? Pogba. Yeah, somebody we don't mm. have. You can make the mm. argument. I mean, Alcaraz, we saw him very, very few minutes, whatnot. I get it. We ended up seeing Sandro uh, as well. Miretti, ineffective substitutions, but yeah, no one I else. Mean, at that at that point, yeah, I wasn't even really frustrated with it because I think the first half we could have maybe come out nil nil and maybe tried, but the balance was lost, guys. And this is what we need to work on. This is what we need to focus on. We need to fix and correct now because I hate saying that this is it. We're tapped out. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. But there is a clear and obvious gap between Inter and Juve. And it's okay to say that yeah, and realize it is. It's a reality. You guys It'll actually help you sleep better if you, if you say it enough. And if you guys hate the words I'm saying because you know, you want to stick to, there is no consolation finishing second. Second is not a prize, whatever. I get that. I if get that first or last, but at what point do you acknowledge that there has been massive growth and development in this team? It still doesn't change everything we've said all year. Ready now talent. There's a reason when certain names come up in the Mercado, we're like, okay, yeah, we need ready now talent. In the midfield, where games are won and lost, this team is still a little bit off and still missing something, okay? Keep going. I'm gonna, I want to look up. I have it written down here somewhere. I'm going to look it up real quick. How many losses we had by this point last year? So you, you keep going. Now, yeah, you could go. It, it's still at the end of the day, we're two losses in, and I get it. We all wanted the Scudetto. We wanted, I believed in the Scudetto. You know what? Fuck, crazier things have happened. Like I said, I still, we still, I still believe in it. We still have to fight for 90-plus points, okay? Who knows what the hell can happen? But if we shut it down on one game... Man, if we shut it down on one game, what is the point? What is the point of any season? What is the point? Like, stability is important. It's important to look at past results based on this because you have to look at growth. You have to look at progress. I'd also challenge that with that group of players, another approach, another mentality, another coach, does he get Juve through the finish line in yesterday's game? I'm not so sure. Let's look at you want to know something. I don't again. I don't watch a lot of other Serie A teams because what a complete waste of time. But look at Napoli when you switch a coach and then you switch a coach. It's not grass isn't always greener on the other side. Now I'm not saying there aren't other coaches that out there that can help Juventus, you know, break that barrier. But at this point last season we had four losses. Yeah. And I think two of those were to Monza. My so my my whole thing is this. We're improving, everybody. Take it easy. Let's fix the left side. Okay, let's focus on the little things. Let's not look mm -hmm. crazy here. Fix the left side. Finish up the season. There's 15 mm -hmm. games to be played. Lots as strong as possible. Okay, 
and let the chips fall. Literally, the whole fucking thing. Okay, let the mm -hmm. chips fall where they may at season's end. Let's see what the team does because I will say this: I actually do have faith in Juntoli. I have uh, trust 100%. and faith in Juntoli that whatever mm -hmm. decisions are made with this team, they will be the right ones. Okay, so has he missed yet? Let's so let's just let's just wait and see. Mm -hmm. And absolutely, assessments need to be made, but oh, in yeah. June. Yes. Let's see. You can't let one game in either direction dictate everything. Okay? Yep. It's like when we kind of criticize a player. He comes out, has a good game. It's like, okay, now do this consistently. You know? You have to look at the body of work. But let's just... But what went... Here's another thing that I think a lot of people get perturbed about is Allegri's post-match or pre-match when he talks about you know, we have to be in top four, enters the favorite. You know, what what do you want the coach to say? Let's just say post-match. What, what did you want Allegri to say yesterday? <sighs> we were shit today. I Everybody actually, was shit. They didn't listen to anything I said. Like, would that make people feel better? See, I didn't I like what he said in terms of – Allegri tried to attack the people who were saying it's Scudetto or bust this season. Mm -hmm. That's who he tried to target in his post-match words, okay? Okay. Saying that anybody who believed we could win a Scudetto or whatnot obviously has way more foresight than I do or whatever, and, and that's who he's trying to target. I don't like him saying that. I, I actually didn't like that because I understand what he's trying to do. He's trying to protect his players and show them that this isn't the be-all, end-all. This doesn't define you and the growth this season. Mm -hmm. But the way he says it and how he directs it is actually, for me, counterproductive because you shouldn't have this fear of failure. And to some degree, maybe everybody will disagree with me again, which is fine. It'll be on par for these past two days. Yeah. Yep. To some degree, you could say there was a fear of failure that showed up in our performance yesterday. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You're timid. You can see it. You yeah. can see. Now, I I don't know if that was tactics. If that was players were nervous. If it was you're in hostile environment. You have some young guys who you know they don't have a lot of experience playing in that stadium. Right. Playing on the road is it's tough. So I, there could have been a whole bunch of stuff, but. It's hard to deny that when we got the ball, we we're just like a bunch of jitterbugs. Didn't know what to yeah. do with it. It was like our breakouts were not good yesterday. Not yeah, good. I mean, if it's a it's a tale of two different sides. You you look at a calm, cool, collected, poised, mm -hmm. well oiled machine, and you look at a team that went into that game that looked doubtful, you know, nervous, antsy, like. Not secure, not stable. Jitterbugs. Yeah. It just, mm -hmm. and, and it showed. And like I said in the first half, I would have liked a little more aggression, but I don't know how much. And I don't know if it ultimately makes a difference because when you have two guys and one of them is your keeper, putting in a 10 out of 10 effort level and focus and playing at that level, that's a tough day at the office. I don't that's give a shit if you're playing Cremonese. Okay. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, you guys, again, does it 
define the entire season? No. I will say this. For everybody that is now back on Allegri out or was always on Allegri out and wants to pin this mm-hmm. two to one knot, I really... I've lost interest in fighting the battle for a coach will come in and do this, a coach will come in and do that. I, it's now, it's out of my control and I really almost pretty much don't fucking care anymore because yep. whoever they decide is going to be the guy next year, I'm going to back him one way or another. But it yep. doesn't mean that we can ex- like excuse the visual evidence of the gap in quality that we actually see on the pitch. And I think, and I've seen this firsthand through a lot of discussions out there, that I think people just rate certain guys way too highly on this Juventus side. And the young guys are put up on this fucking pedestal like they're world beaters. They're not there yet. And it's okay to say that. They might be. They might be eventually. They they could get there, mm-hmm. but I don't think anybody is a world beater right now. Out of our young guys, okay, we have I don't some think serious a world beater on our team. Like, guys, mm. it's we we have work to do. We know that we've been saying Remember. it all year. Yep. Nothing changes it now. You know, mm-hmm. nothing changes it now. It's just we can't lose our heads in either direction any way you slice it, okay? Any way you slice it. This was a measuring stick game. We went on a good run to start 2024, but you do have to in some sense look at the the competition, okay? But what did I say throughout those games? Scoring goals is great for your players' confidence. You want to be bagging mm-hmm. the goals because it keeps them firing, keeps them going. You want that confidence level up. However, you still have to test yourself against those big dogs. Right now, there's a gap in Syria as well from Inter to Juve. But then I think there's a gap there from Juve down. Yep. And I think we're we're definitely above the rest. When you're looking at third and fourth down, we're mm-hmm. definitely above them. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking at Inter to us, we now know the gap. Okay. And that just, that is a, I think that is a credit to Allegri that he's stayed. The team, okay, somebody put in here, we haven't played well all year. I would say that we've played more consistent. We've been more consistent this year than we were. Last year was really like, you didn't know what we were getting from game to game. I think we've been a little bit more consistent this year from game to game. We've had a couple of lapses here and there, but January, January was a great month for us. Like we were riding high, like you said, we were bagging goals. Uh, that's why a lot of us had a lot of confidence coming in this one. That at the Empoli, the red card, that kind of derailed things. But compared to teams, my point is compared to teams third and down, we are playing on a more consistent level than any of them. Like you just look at uh, we we follow other teams, uh, uh, Twitter fans like you know Milan. Those guys are like if you. Put yourselves in a Milan, be a Milan fan for a minute. Those guys are up and down like a toilet seat. Imagine yeah. being those guys. They want their coach in, <laughs> they want their coach out this game, yeah. in that game, out that game. So I think to your point, okay, there is a gap between us and Inter, but I think there's an even bigger gap between us and and the rest of the league. 
I, th I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I will also say this, you guys, um, in terms of another coach, another, you know, approach and blaming approach on this intergame. I am more upset for drop points during the season, like the Empoli game. Mm -hmm. Like that Bologna draw, even though Bologna has proven to be, you know, a stubborn side. Genoa. Like, Genoa, like I'm more upset with those matches than I am this one because mm -hmm. this was always going to be a tough, tough battle for us. And we do, when you surrender quality, what approach would you think is going to beat Inter like significantly? Like we're acting like another coach would come in here. We'd blow them out of the water 4-0. I don't think so. Like, I, I don't think so. I want to go back to earlier on in the year when we kind of started off hot and then we got slapped. We got slapped and we lacked mm -hmm. a lot and all of a sudden we shifted into this and everybody said, holy shit, he's going back to what we're doing. I said it during right around that time when we made the switch, we were about four games winning and people were like, we can't play this way. It's not sustainable and all that. And I said, guys, if you remember my words, it was, I agree with the approach and playing this manner with the players we have because we have deficiencies that creep up, especially in the final third and when it comes to turnovers. Mm -hmm. Those deficiencies were on full display when we opened up in the second half yesterday. Those deficiencies were picked apart by Inter. Whether we like it or not, staying compact is probably the right go for this group until we get better technical guys in the middle. I'm telling you, we're still not set in the middle of the park, in my personal opinion. But we play this way to protect deficiencies. Mm -hmm. We need to still develop work and correct those deficiencies before you want to see a switch. A four three three, something like that. You need to correct those deficiencies. You need better technically, guys. Let's take a look at the roster. Adrian Rabio, everybody, drop your thoughts on Adrian Rabio's performance yesterday. And I want to know what you thought of Adrian Rabio. Uh, I would say this was wasn't one of his better ones. He was just getting swallowed up in space. I just wasn't. Uh, he was doing well at the top of the eighteen, cleaning things up. Uh, but outs like when he was 15 yards outside of our 18 yard box towards their net, invisible. I didn't, I think he just stayed pretty much in our defensive third the whole match. I didn't see him outside of our, I didn't see him produce anything outside of our defensive third. Yeah. You got Animesh. Rabio was worst game of Rabio for two years. Rabio subpar. Rabio was bad. Still not 100% physically fit. Uh, Rabio helped uh, defensively, but looked rusty. He was never technically gifted player. Uh, Rabio was mid-tier performance. Uh, yeah, I just, again, I, I don't think Rabio's good. And I, what did I say in the preview show? I go with Rabio. It's interesting with me because I flip. I flip all the time with this guy on renewing mm -hmm. him or not renewing him. I'm starting to lean towards kind of my original opinion 
all over again and I've almost gone full circle after flipping my mind left, right, left, right the mm -hmm. whole time. I'm almost back at square one where I just think if we had a technically sound midfielder, we would forget about this guy. I think a technically sound, well-rounded midfielder, not so heavily sided towards physical and just presence type traits, I think goes a longer way for Juventus mm -hmm. in the long run. And I think we should route that way. Uh, Luca said, uh, you were talking about deficiencies. We're a professional football team. The goal is to have no... Well, yeah, that's what I'm stating the goal is. Ideally. Yes. yes. Um, Salernitana is a professional football team. Um, I would say they have deficiencies. I don't understand this All comment. Deficient. Of course, the goal is to work out the deficiencies. But it doesn't mean we don't acknowledge that we have deficiencies. Would you say our left side yeah. does not yeah. have deficiencies? We're talking about Rabio. We're talking about Kostic and whatnot. Like, and I think honestly, Kostic busts his ass, and I appreciate that. But it's not enough. But Cambiaso did sweet fuck all there yesterday. Everybody, not he was. Enough. I would argue he was doing less than Kostic when he got moved over to the left outside. That was weird. Okay, that was mm -hmm. weird. The biggest thing that pissed me off about yesterday's performance is the lack of movement, the lack of legs the guys showed in the final third. That is mm -hmm. the biggest deficiency for Juventus. And going back to the deficiency, what did we talk about earlier in the show? If we were going to hurt Inter, it had to come how? Sending numbers. Counter attacks. Yep. Yeah, like counter, but sending numbers. Mm -hmm. Because we don't have what? We don't really have a top creative control guy. We don't have that guy that's a game breaker that just well, can do we that. We do. He's, but he's in he's in court for doping. Yeah, you don't you don't mm -hmm. have that high technical quality. So you got to do it in numbers. But then those deficiencies, the number one being turnovers. You guys, turnovers. Oh my god! The so turnovers. They, they do. That's our biggest deficiency, and that's all guys, day yesterday. Yeah, that's guys just not being at the level, like not being able to trap a pass that a, a solid technical guy will take on a touch and have a rip. It like, but I, I, some some people here, you know, you know, pro Rabio, you know, anti Rabio, whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say, he is a starter on this team because we don't have the depth there. He is a starter. He in our midfield, he's a starter. Yeah. On this on this lineup. But I think, you know, we've been getting away, you know, with guys and that high work rate and that that mm -hmm. everything. But I saw Juve that was kind of intimidated yesterday, and I don't like that. You know, and but that I'm saying, part. I'm saying that. Yeah. we we It shows the deficiencies when he's a good player. I'm not saying he, he's not a good player, but. We are lacking in other areas in the in the midfield. We have holes to fill this offseason. And no matter I say it every show, we are sellers next summer. We are sellers first. Yeah. So Inter, how do Inter have better players than Juve when they have Sommer? Sommer's a good goalie. What Sommer's are, very good. Um, yeah, you might want to go back on the Sommer one. Uh, Mkhitaryan, Mkhitaryan's kind of that journeyman. And Mkhitaryan will create way more than Rabio and McKenny combined. 
Um, mm-hmm. And the fact is, he's a supplement to the big creators, Chalanoglu and Barella. Mm-hmm. Acherbi, Darmian, DeVries, DeVries on their bench now. Acherbi, Darmian. Again, the proof, the proof is on what you see on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Deficiencies, balance from left mm-hmm. to right. You may think mm-hmm. that a few of those guys aren't on the level of Juve players, but the fact is, as a group, they share an understanding that mm-hmm. is not matched by Juve players. That you can't that's, that's what I'm saying about the whole thing this game yesterday. Like and that's why you guys the positive like I said is we are the third or fourth youngest side. We're not far off there. We're well above the rest behind us like Ant pointed out. Mm-hmm. But there's more work to do. A lot of In work. the summer this is going to be an interesting summer, everybody, okay? But Rabio, we were talking awesome. about Rabio. Chiesa limped off the the pitch, okay? So we knew this was going to be this big thing today and everything. Chiesa mm-hmm. has limped off the pitch, probably dealing with something else. Guys calling Swollen him a Band-Aid, foot. everything like that. Maybe Juve's going to start looking at this uh, more intensely. I think they already have. Um, I started saying on the preview show with Marcella and Omer yesterday, I think they're gearing up to sell him. Um, we'll see what happens, but they might be gearing up to sell him. Vlaovic has an abductor issue. He is now in doubt for the Udinese game. All right. And that was that was the problem. That was the injury that was giving problems all last year. So yeah. Oh. So when it rains, it pours. Everybody, when it rains, mm-hmm. it pours. So Vlaovic likely to miss Udinese. Um, Ten games. Uh, at the San Siro, nothing doing for this guy. Now, I wanted to bring up Fabrizio Ravanelli's words on Dusan Vlaovic, okay? And I want to get everybody okay. in the live. I want to get your thoughts. I want to get Ant's thoughts on this. Drop mm-hmm. a like while you're in here, okay? Even if you disagree with every single word I've said today, I appreciate it still, okay? Show some love. Vlaovic has all the potential. This is from Ravanelli. Vlaovic yep. has all the potential to accomplish certain things at Juventus, but he needs to improve from a personality point of view. Yesterday, he fell out of the game after the missed chance. This cannot happen to a Juve player. What, everybody in the live, what are your what are your thoughts on that comment? And Anth, what is your response to Ravanelli's comments on Vlaovic there? So, Omer likes to say this, uh, Dusan's job, any striker's job, is put the ball in the back of the net. You might only get one chance. So we're going to get on him a little bit about that missed chance because against Inter, you're only going to get one, maybe two, not very much. But he had no service yesterday. And he had two to, he had two center backs and a defensive midfielder come cover him in a triangle the whole match. What the hell do you want him to do? He was coming back as far as deep as our third to bring balls down to distribute like what the hell do you want him to do i don't know again he has to he has to do better on that one chance i get it but outside of that him and yilditz had nobody around them except blue and black jerseys yeah i i don't agree completely with ravanelli okay i do not either i think his attitude has been great this year since he came back from injury I don't think it's been steady all year. I think as of late, 
there's been a big increase. But I don't mm-hmm. think yesterday was really this example or defining moment that for Ravinelli to say something like this because that yellow that was bullshit kind of changed the tone it, that it he and demeanor yeah. he has to play with. Him and Yildiz were left on a fucking island, okay, to just mm-hmm. cope for themselves. Um, he still, like I said, he got that one all wrong off McKenney's ball. That's brutal, okay? But he had the overhead kick he almost directed on goal. He had two tap, like two um, deflections almost where he's running onto cross field balls in the second half when they were mm-hmm. putting him across goal that he almost got to. That probably is going to bury one, if not both. He still fought. I don't think he gave up in this game. So I don't oh, actually wow. agree with that one. And I think that early yellow kind of, and it was a brutal one too, kind of fucked things. But maybe all this shit that's going around with Inter and the refs and nine fouls, double the league average for every card and all that, maybe that got into them with the descent on the ref and they needed to focus on the job they had to do, Juve had to do. Mm-hmm. And we've been saying it and all of you have been saying it. We were timid. Way too timid, okay? But I don't actually agree with Ravanelli's words. Del Piero. So, I saw someone bring up, what about uh, Del Piero's uh, words yesterday? So, Vincenzo G. So, I don't know if there's any more, but, uh, you know, Del Piero kind of said, these are the only ones that I saw from Del Piero. I'm particularly sorry for Yildiz. He spread his arms as if to say, it's just me and Vlaovic up here. Juventus struggles more to circulate the ball quickly. Allegri has chosen compactness. That's the reality. He also says something more is needed in direct clashes. And today, Inter demonstrated that. So, that's open for interpretation as far as something more is needed in direct clashes nobody can deny that obviously we saw Mm -hmm. that firsthand yesterday something more is needed no no shit you know (laughs) but when you post that picture of allegri with that comment above it Mm -hmm. it's gonna set a tone or make it sound like that is in fact what's going on In terms of the compactness, again, would we have been better off to open up right out of the gate? Would we have conceded more right out of the gate? It's all speculation. It's all hindsight. Like, I want a team that can go through the gears. I've always said this. You've got to be able to go through the gears. Mm -hmm. Juve could not do that. And it's... In the, in the end, what do I always say? When you guys say it's coaching, some say it's the players, it's the quality, I believe it's actually a little bit of both. I really do. I really do. Yeah. And, it, you know, again, I'm not trying to pick on Adam, but he has another comment here. The answer is not selling every, oh, not selling everyone, but find the right pieces. I think people are going to be a little upset next summer. I think I, I still say Sule is getting sold. 
and I'm with you. I think I think stop the nonsense. Allegri out. Sure. Sure. Awesome. Not my call. I have no problem backing whatever coach they bring in. I just wanna point out Sari, who was hailed at this offensive dynamo. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Now Juve's going to be ripping. We're going to be scoring goals. We're going to be lighting it up. Sweet fuck all of that came to fruition. Mm-hmm. What did well, he end Ronaldo up having to do? Had to end up finding balance in the side. And what was the defense for Sari? He didn't have his players. Let's wait. Let's get him his players. So what I'm saying is, it's actually a combination of everything. If yeah, so if, yeah, if so not, one thing is, I just want to jump in here. If someone says bring in a new coach, so you you want to re, that's a re, that's another year or two rebuild because he has to get potentially his players potentially depending who comes in, whatever. There might be right. coaches we're more set up for right now than others. Potentially. But the point is still that it has to all gel. It has to all work. Mm-hmm. Now, would you guys say that Allegri's sides of old during his first tenure were scared? Were they antsy? Even- were they jittery like this team we saw? Yes. No. I don't associate that with him completely. It's also the players. It's also the I players. Do think, I do think he's done a good job of this year. Last this year, year he's done got... a fantastic job after those previous two years. Oh, like it's the, night the and team day. This year, this, and you brought this up a couple shows ago. This team, and I know we're going to say we've said that the quality might not be there. But this team feels more like a unit than any team we've had in the past probably three, maybe four years, right? Past couple of years, we're like, there's something missing, right? Again, I loved when Ronaldo was here. I can put my hand up. But there was something missing. There's some disconnect. It was something in the, maybe it was the change room. We could never really put anything on it. But this team actually feels like a team that they're playing together. Okay, we lost yesterday. Things didn't look good. But as a whole... This is the best unit that as this is the best team that we've looked as a unit for at least three years. Yeah. I just, but we still lack quality, but as a team, everything's, everything looks fine. And, and again, to highlight one of the main points that I don't quite understand is when we go through a January Mercado where there is almost panic almost panicked at the fact that Juve hasn't brought in an offensive minded mm-hmm. midfielder. Like, Oh my God, like we need one of those so bad, whatever. Like, and then you play a game where you need one desperately. And all of a sudden it's like, fuck the coach. Like it's the approach, it's the coach and everything. But we spend a season complaining about losing Fajoli, losing Pogba, whatever. And Alcarez is an unknown. We don't know what yeah, the hell we're really going to get. We're going off scouting reports. We're going off some seasons at Southampton, one season at some Southampton, one that was great, another one this year where has mixed reviews from their fan base. Hey, he came in. I'm eager to see a little bit more. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to see a little bit more. Let's leave it at that. But the truth is it all has to work coach and players. And I don't believe that a coach turns players into possessing abilities. They simply don't have another coach doesn't have McKenny Locatelli or Rabio spreading the ball out like some of the passes Chalanoglu did yesterday. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Like it just you you either you're built that way, you're wired that way, or you're not. Like you could practice it a million times in game when it, or like in practices and all this and whatnot, and you could work on it. You could try to get better. At the end of the day, you have to have the balls, the wherewithal, and the ability to get it done in game when it counts mm -hmm. like i don't know there's there's work to be done you guys and that's okay in saying that okay and if again i stand behind whatever juntoli and this club decides to do in the summer but i'm not wired i am not wired to right now just say, this is it. We are tapped out. There is 15 fucking games to play, you guys. So much football yeah. left. Now, it's a, it's a bit of a task because if... So Inter is four up. I'm it, not it's saying we're getting the job done like first good. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is... I still think is, we're getting the job done. Yeah. You have to still work to finish mm -hmm. with the absolute highest amount of points, the most momentum. And now what you need to do is you need to start answering questions. You need to start figuring out what is going to be the best on the left side for us. And then you need to start looking at pieces to move. So the rest of the season for us, gain the most amount of points that is possible. Okay. Number two is figure out who you want staying and who you want going. Who do you actually see being a part of this team? moving forward the yeah, other thing goes... i would look at is possibly some alternative formations and which guys can certainly can help out in that i'm not saying we start games 4-3-3-4-2-3-1 immediately no but some things that you can shift okay in game to answer some questions that's what we have to do now for the season out Finish with most points, okay? Without this Scudetto kind of thing looming over our head, whatever. Don't make a meal, like, out of what happened yesterday. Dust it off and keep going because whether people want to admit it or not, there's still a lot of positives to take out of that game. Or not that game, excuse me, the season. Out of this season. Not that mm -hmm. game. No. But out of this season. <laughs> We're extremely young. They've been working how long to build a side that is seen as one of the stronger ones in Europe that could make another deep run in Champions League. Champions League finalists last season. It took them how long to build that? We've been transitioning for how long? Now all of a sudden, we're not that far off from them. Guys, and they might still, have to blow it up. we're still moving forward. Don't lose sight of that. Storm the bar. So fire your questions in. 
absolutely destroy me with takes. I don't care. It's I all got, good. Let's I got some F. here. You want? Do you, do you have access to our guest chat? Because there's a couple things here from Jeremy. So the first one he wrote is, if you scroll up a little bit, he said, we lack quality, but we are extending the contract to the same players. What are y'all talking about? Where, then, where, where do you see? Okay, right here. So we lack quality, another, yeah. but we are extending the contract but then he has a follow -up of the same who says, players. Who are, he says, who are the players you're referring to when we say we lack quality? Do you want me? To, I'm the dumber of the two of us. Do you want me to start? Fire away, man. Medetti's got to go. Kostic has to go. Sandro's got to go. Uh, who else you want to put in there? Um, Keane's got to go. <clears throat> Milik's got to go. Anybody else? That's yeah. five. I'm the dumber of the two. So I'm going to tell you guys. We have a lot of holes to fill. All right. Don't and, but but don't get thing. overly thing. attached to the young guys. They're all gone. Almost all of them are going to be gone. They're not going to be gone per se, but like so Miretti much. will not be starting at Juventus next season. It's no not chance. happening. Nope. You need a boost there. McKenny, he's being extended. That doesn't stop a sale of McKenny, and his value has shot up with this season. Mm -hmm. That doesn't prevent a sale. I see him staying, though. I think he would stay. He's a good rotational squad piece. But he shouldn't be starting at a Juventus that is at full strength. When we okay. have full resources that all this shit hasn't happened, like, he doesn't start for a Juventus at full strength. Like, has has Weah blown the tires off you? Not really. I think Rabio, he's still young. While I personally believe that Rabio could have a place in the top midfield, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not a for sure if he renews or not. That doesn't stop us from getting in like a Coop Miners and them playing together and whatnot, which would be a boost to this midfield mm -hmm. big time. But the extensions you're talking about, like if what are we talking about? Who's getting extended? All the young guys are getting extended. Sule's like they're trying to extend Sule. But he's probably could be getting sold as well. Yield yeah, is they're you, looking at extending. You like, can't look at extensions as people look at extensions like, oh, we're going to keep this player for four more years. No, no. Extensions are to spread out the salary and to open up the option of a sale to, to make money. So that it, you can't just look at an extension as, oh, we want to keep him for long. The only one that we're extending that we want to keep is Rogari. That's the only extension. for, But he's our fifth option. So that yeah. one doesn't even hurt us. Other than and that, extensions to me are not first and foremost, we want to keep this player for the long term. And That's if people, I maybe I say quality enough, but there's abilities we lack. Probably is go. a better way to put it, but there there's clear abilities missing. I heard people argue that yesterday's game is exactly why Miretti needs to start. All the time at Juventus because that midfield what? is too bland. I would normally agree outside of the fact that he's been providing nothing. Nothing for the past four games. Like nothing. So Fajoli, when Fajoli comes back, he's... So going Fajoli's back to my point. So going back to my point. Mm -hmm. Next year, am I going to bank on Meretti? Or if we can pick up Coop Miners, am I going to want to go that route? I'm going to want to go get Coop Miners, who's one of the top five midfielders in Syria right now. 
And then Medetti gets loaned. Not necessarily solo, yeah. but he, he's going to get, he's going to, he's, he needs a loan. And I don't know what the hell's going on in this chat, but like there's been a Wolchek Chesney. There's a Chesney. lot of arguments. There's been a yeah. Wolchek Chesney <laughs> argument that has lasted from the start until now. And it's Wings brilliant. Wings of Winter but... has been fighting the fight. He's been fighting the fight for about 45 <clears throat> minutes. <laughs> Jesus. Unbelievable. Anyway, storm the barn. Hey, fire away. Good job. Whenever you want. I think there was one earlier and I think we, it, I think it pulled out. No, here we go. I found it. Tal yep. name three to four realistic target players that can take us to the next level. <clears throat> Samardzic and Coop. If you can get both drastically changes our midfield in the summer. I know people want Kefren Taram. I think he's going to priced out of our wheelhouse. But I think you can spread a loan with purchase for Samardzic. And to be honest, we have a lot of sales that can be made that see good money coming into Juventus. Champions League resources coming in. I see no reason why two guys like that can't be added this summer. I, I, I'm a, I'm a, going to take a bit of a different road here. Based on what Juntli is doing, and we had this discussion in our own, in our own group chat, he may just give the big F you to the rest of Serie A and just buy purchase players outside of Serie A. Why keep money in the league? Why should I give you minnows my money and you're going to drive up prices for players? I'm just going to go outside the league. I can go to South America. I'm going to go to England. I can go find players somewhere else. So as much as I agree with you with Samarjits and Coop Miners, he is, he's going to play hardball with those guys. He's going to be like, I'm not – drop your price by about 25% and then I'll think about it. Those guys will not, take the deals go before he walks away. Those guys will take the deals you before think? he walks. And this is what I mean when I said earlier that Juntoli has to set the tone because those guys set are not going to let they're not going to let a deal go if it comes down to it. We just needed the guy that doesn't give in and just say, "Okay, fuck it." Like agreed. Set the tone with one move, maybe two moves, and then say, "Guys, this is it. You want it?" We can finish it right now. Otherwise, I have no problem go somewhere else. going there. So mm. I think in the long run, but those are two names I'm going to drop immediately that drastically change um, our midfield. Drastically. I don't know who the free agents are, so I, w- I would need a list. And that's the and thing is I also don't know situations about other guys out there and what could potentially come. Mm-hmm. We're always hearing rumors, but... Rabio's kind of a wild card, and Miran's got to storm the barn saying, if Rabio doesn't renew, how many midfielders would you sign this summer? Who? I'm so st- what's interesting I'm still is signing three. I'm going to tell you right now, you're signing three. Yep. If Rabio doesn't renew, yeah, I would say three is probably the number. Barnechea has come up a lot, and he's kind of just recently come up a lot. But I've been saying for a while, like this guy, you keep Barnechea at all costs. He doesn't necessarily have to come in next season, and I wouldn't be putting a lot of weight on him next season. He'd be great in a rotational piece, but if his minutes are going to be jeopardized, I would probably loan him out again. But Barnachea, Barnachea, he's one to keep, man. I agree. And I agree with that. I got laughed at yesterday and said, why on earth does he show anything we have to keep and i said well how many natural number sixes do you see that can distribute the ball with left foot and right foot i'll wait for you to 
point these guys out to me <laughs> and how many we currently own. And uh, yeah, needless to say, crickets. Keep Barnechea. Let him keep mm -hmm. growing. Let's see what happens. It's always this big rush to get guys in. And another guy fought me on it saying that, why do we have, what would be a rush about him when not? If he doesn't get enough minutes. If he doesn't get enough minutes, let him continue to grow. But I mm -hmm. think Barnechea is one I want to keep. Absolutely. If we don't sign Rabio, I'd be looking at three mids. Who? I gave you two names there. Outside of that, we'd have to take a look. I don't... I like the Goodmanson move. I don't like the price tag because we're not going to be able to make that many pricey moves. You're probably going to have to find an experienced guy on a free as one mm -hmm. of those if you're going to be buying like a Coop Miners and finding a deal for a Samardzic. So well, that brings in the Philippe Anderson deal that's been well, rumored. He, and he's a winger. So okay. that for me tells me we're probably, if we're pushing that hard, if that's legit, which I still don't fully believe because of Juntali, four years on a 31-year-old doesn't sound Juntali-esque. But <laughs> if we are, in fact, doing that, that tells me somebody out of Chiesa, Sule, Illing Jr., 100% sell is sold this summer. I think Illing sold for sure. Um Really? I was on that train. I was on that train. I am not – I – man, I might get cooked for this. I get more of a feeling that Kiesa will be sold before Illing Jr. I just get that feeling. You know what I mean? It very, doesn't make sense. It very well Chiesa, could be, man. Kiesa is going to bring in a <clears> lot <throat> of Chikoria. He is our – he's our most valuable piece. Swari never wants to hear anything – countering Chiesa he says he will score to prove the doubters wrong Sharia saying Chiesa is going in the summer for sure <clears throat> oh man Swari, I'm with you I I still think he's our best player uh well now, Bremer's make make it Bremer's making a big push for that but he is the one who will garner the most Jacodia on the open market <clears throat> yeah there's sorry. some interesting hashtag sorry not sorry like Ederson off of Atalanta is a nice midfielder to name, but he's not hes not at the level I think we see a drastic change uh, in our midfield. I think guys like Koop, I think guys like Samardzic make a big, big difference and impact. Immediate we also will impact. have Fajoli returning next season. Mm -hmm. Hey, we've hit and February. Pogba. We're about 11 days from finding out what happens with Paul Pogba. Don't forget about that wild card. And Fuck. don't forget, Lord DeShilio's on his way back too. Stop it with this guy, man. <laughs> and the funny thing is, he still may not get those minutes to pass. Pogba might still win that bet. Is Tech one of the best? Okay, so he now they're bringing us minutes. into this, and Now they're bringing us into this fight that's gone on all day. Oh, come on. Is Tech one of the best keepers? Question mark. Make some absolutely incredible saves and statistically the best penalty saver in the world. Remember the World Cup? He was amazing. So... You're asking but telling us the answer is yes, which I very much appreciate. Uh, so is Tech okay. one of the best keepers, yes or no, Ed? He's one of the best keepers in Europe. He he can start he can start in any top league in Europe. I'm not gonna say he can start with the top teams, but he'll start in any in the top five leagues. Hands down. Yeah. And uh I, I don't know I why think people he, are mad. I think he's one of the top keepers. He's one of the yeah. top keepers, you know. 
It is. And you said it. You said it yesterday. He's he had a big shoes to fill coming in, filling in for Buffon. I think he's done a great job. Now is he Buffon? No, no. Everybody settle down. I think he, I think he's been great. I think he's been a great. He's had he's had his ups and downs. A lot of top yeah. keepers have their bad days. I see a comment that's in there about he's horrible with his feet and when he. Uh... Well, that's why he's a goalie. Yeah, I'm not really worried about that. Remember Onana being hailed as so good with his feet? How good of a keeper is he? And how good is he doing at Man U? Inter absolutely fleece them. I don't really give a shit Oopsies. how good keepers are with their feet. Buffon was one of the worst at his oh feet. Oh, my God. Like Dude, Those passbacks, yeah, I'd have a heart attack every time he passed back yeah. to Buffon. Yeah, and many mistakes. Well, he made a lot of mistakes. He he didn't make a lot of mistakes. He, ma- he seems to make mistakes early in the year, and then he's done for like... The year on he, out. So he, he gets it out of the system. Yeah. But uh goalies being good at their feet is such a Who cares. I, yeah, it really for me it's like, okay, cool. Can he make saves? Like is he a good keeper? Like <laughs> is he commanding? Like is he in in charge? Like uh yeah. It, he gets to use his hands, is. everybody. <laughs> now what's Kiesa's realistic value in the market? So 80, 80 million. 80? I think that ship has sailed from the Euros, my friend. God damn it. 80. The stats don't back it. it. He's still a good player. Here's what's interesting. This year's Euros could turn that price up for Juventus. Mm-hmm. Juve gets the extension for one year. They see him play out the Euros. You're a little bit of a gamble on an injury. That's kind of the wild card with Fede. Mm-hmm. His track record lately with fitness, the numbers, the stats being down. I'm going to say he's at about 50 mil. I'm going to say he's about 50 mil. I think if we're really pushing it 60s the cap unless he goes off at the euros there's some saying 35 to 40 in here so i am i'm thinking 50 35 to 40 is uh a little bit low i'm thinking i like 35 is way too low i'm thinking this guy was born in 1997 i remember 1997 all right i remember the whole year of 1997 please don't go was a huge radio hit (laughs) <laughs> Please don't go. Don't go. So he's only 26. Please don't go. Yeah. He's got a lot of football left. <laughs> well, if he could stay fit, he's got a lot of football left in him. I don't know, man. I, I'm having a feeling they're looking to extend. They're going to take a shot at seeing maybe if he can light things up at the Euros and try to cash in. We're just gonna our phones. Our phones are open. Suarez so singing, please don't go, Kiesa. <laughs> there you go. See, you know, uh, give us a call. I think that's what Junes Lee is saying. I'm not selling them, but give us yeah. a call. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and I and I and this is the thing. This is the kicker too. I would agree, 35 to 40, with one year left on the contract. If we get the extension, okay. And we have that safety net. I think we can, and he has a good Euros. I think it could go over, well over that 50 we're even talking about. But right now, as things sit, we should be aiming 
for 50, I think, with Fede. But uh, that's that's frustrating, eh? That is a frustrating situation. But we might have to come to terms with him leaving everybody. There's going to be a lot of changes. This summer is going to be a wild one. We got 15 games left to go in the season. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see what happens. Coaching, players, hey, we're just, we're just along for the ride, okay? Buckle we up. Share, we share our opinions. Give whatever. Agree, disagree. Hey, everybody in the end wants the same thing. So when you guys come at me, I don't give a shit. Like I said, fire away. Fire away. If you need me to be your punching bag, just no low blows and stay away from the face, okay? That's yep. all. No low blows, stay away from the face. Mm-hmm. And we're good to go, okay? Thoughts on Calafiore? I actually like Calafiore. I think it would be a sweet uh, sweet pickup for Juventus, to be honest. I like him. But it depends on everything. Depends on uh, numbers, too. Like, what's, what's going to be the deal? Like, what are we looking at? But Calafiore, as a player, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, what do we got here? Still some arguments about uh, Chesney. Holy <laughs> shit. You hey, guys. That's what the AJC Army is all about. <clears throat> Open uh, it's it's all good. You know, I, I watch other communities and I do follow some other clubs content because I've gained friendships through doing this with other content creators. And I will say this, you guys at least – extremely extremely respectful always which is the one thing we always ask in the four to five years of us running this thing starting off with just me before the team came in my one thing was always just respect i can take any uh Mm -hmm. hit on my takes i don't really give a shit um respect has to be there and you guys uh are the best when it comes to that so beautiful community we built you guys, uh, I owe you a huge thank you because we've grown quite a bit. You guys would have seen this was still a, a cool weekend uh, despite the shitty result because we got um, uh, some great acknowledgement for the official fan clubs out of North America. And it came directly from Juventus officially. So we could never have been the official voice and channel of the North American official Juventus fan clubs without all the support that you guys have given us. And uh, it's massive. It's massive. So I thank you for that because that allowed us to put together that video. Much appreciated, uh, Vince, there. Um, That video to highlight how much support they actually have from here and just bridge that connection from the club to its official fan clubs over here. There is 20 currently in north america and it's growing it's growing Mm -hmm. a ton there are people in philly trying to start another one up that i know of i believe montreal is going to be very very close to becoming official and everything so it's fantastic um and we can't do it without you guys so still a lot of positives coming out of this weekend but god damn it i hate losing to those clowns but one thing we remained steady with the whole way through was it it was and is theirs to lose, you know? And for me, it might be Scudetto or bust for some of you out there. And I'm okay with that. 
if that's how you feel. And is it Scudetto or bust for you? I'm okay if that's Scudetto or bust for you. I'm not. I still, there. I still think we're gonna win the. I still think we're gonna win this goddamn thing. I'm <clears throat> staying yeah. strong. I'm. I'm just gonna say, let's dust it off and let's move forward and get as many points as we can and assess everyone and everything in the summer. But you know what the my still biggest positive is? Is that it is juntally assessing everything this summer. Yep. And in that man, I trust. In that man, I trust. Okay? So, let's see when all the smoke settles. And bit of news looks like uh probably looks like Lou might have posted about an hour ago so the semi-final of the Coppa Italia versus Inter has been set first leg April 2nd Juventus will host the first leg second leg April 24th in Rome there you go there you go we'll get the Coppa Italia We'll get the Coppa Italia. We'll put one badge on the kit, and then uh, we'll bring the uh, Scudetto home where it belongs. Mm. Forza Inter coming in here, clipping that from Anthony. You know what? Fire away. I knew you were lurking in there. <laughs> I knew you were lurking in there. You know? I but, hope he uh, watched the show. I hope he watched the whole thing because we were... Like, you, you know, know. what? Forza Inter, there's worse places you could be lurking around in, okay? So yeah. at least let it be uh, a live chat on a, on a Juve show, okay? Um, it is what it is, you guys. Uh, I know you're watching from the start. Hey, drop a like though. And he says he always does, so at least I appreciate that. Okay. Yeah. Um, He's a good guy. Sort of. We gotta take it, move on, and we'll see what happens. You guys know the drill. I'll keep you in line with the uh, news all week, and then we'll get ready for the next one. It's Udinese on deck. Let's see if these guys are gonna be fit. And uh, what they're going to do with uh, Vlaovic, uh, Federico Chiesa. We're on watch with them. And, guys, we ride it out no matter what. Fino alla fine. Forza Juve, okay? Progress is progress, okay? Whether we, I, I actually think it's still big progress. But, you guys, mm-hmm. I respect all your opinions. You can feel however you want to feel. You can ask for whatever changes you want. In the end, it's not up to all of us. So we just tash it out amongst mm-hmm. ourselves and we wait and see what the team does and then we judge, okay? But let's judge the season come the end of it and see what happens. Maybe this game isn't the one that kills us. Maybe it was one of those draws. Maybe, you know, it was that red card. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But yes, thank you as always. You guys are fantastic, all right? Fido alla fine, forza Juve, sempre. Sempre, all right? Respect, respect, Rafael. Respect, okay? And tonight, for anybody want to check it out, I'm going to be joined Calcio with Reno Z. My favorite extremist out there, Reno Zarini. I'll be with him at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the Vancouver Late Night Show on his channel, okay? If anybody's looking to uh, check that out, all right? So uh, thank you all. Take care. Ciao tutti. And still, as always, fino alla fine. Forza Juve. Ciao. Yeah.